I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is AFL Round 23 all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. And since it's just you and me, Brenton, what's your highlight of the week? Well, I mean, it's not so much of a highlight, but pretty funny story if it's not you. We just see that um, an MMA fighter, not in the UFC, but a different one, had to yep. pull out of a fight because he, uh, well, basically, he was doing doing a bit of work. He's not full professional, so he has a part-time job as yep. a chop fitter or a carpenter or some sort of chippy. And um, was playing some or tacking some wood above his head, and he had to hold it hold it steady. So he put the drill in his pocket. Ooh! As he's reached up, the drill's turned on, and yeah, split his ball sack. That'll do it for you. He, he was smart enough to actually put it in reverse though, before instead of just trying to pull it out. But imagine, <laughs> I tell you what, that's some thinking. Right? Yeah, isn't it? That's well, that, some clutch. That's under the pump. That's late stage escapes. Yeah, but th- that'd be I don't know. I wonder how easy that heals because he was like, yeah, I'm probably going to have trouble with high kicks. Uh, <laughs> and also, trying to, especially if you're on the bottom and someone's in your guard, that's going to be pretty easy to put some pressure with your elbows. I think fighting's off the cards for a little while. Yeah, pr- probably work too, I would say. Yeah. Oh, it's a, that's a hard way to get a compo claim. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> it's even going to be more awkward when you're talking to the doctors uh, trying to get clear for a fight. So how yeah. is the ball sack? Yeah. <laughs> and, well, like, you couldn't even wear a cup, really. Well, he's, I tell you what, he's going to have to wear a bloody padded one for a while. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, not so much a highlight, but that's a pretty funny story of why you got to uh, not fight. Yeah, why OHS is okay sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but, yeah, hopefully he's a better fighter than he's a carpenter because, yeah, <laughs> so no, that's not going out yeah, too well for When him. you're drilling your own nutsack, you're in trouble. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, i got a little highlight of the week, just something interesting I found out from listening to uh, another podcast. Um, at Hawthorne, there's... Uh, there's Club 17. I'll explain right. what Club 17 is. You know, when you have premiership sides, they have reunions and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, there was a long period, when I say long, uh, there was 17 years in between like the end of the strong Hawthorne 80s and 91 yep. was the last flag for that era of players. Then there was a whole bunch of players that sort of retired before the Clarkson era started. Yep. Or most of them got kicked out by Clarkson when he came along. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they call themselves Club 17. Oh, okay. And they have a club, as in they have AGMs, they have golf days. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, Nick Holland was on uh, one of the podcasts. He's talking about Nick it. Holland, Jesus. Yeah, Dutchie. Yeah. Um, and he said, you know, Tony Woods is the secretary for the club. <laughs> and Shane Crawford is an honorary member because he has that one flag. Yeah. And yeah. it's his last, his uh, very last game of his career. And they, they carried him on the field for that one. Oh, he carried him through the season. 
I mean, he was uh, he was there as a as an on-field leader, but yeah, his knee was shot. Yeah. Um, but I just thought that's interesting. That's you know taking a, a sunny side up. Yeah, and I'd hope that they're very vigilant about who's allowed to the meetings. Like you can't yeah. just sneak in because you're a Hawksporter. You have to be within that seventeen-year yeah, period. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, like fuck so, off. Well, they're obviously they've made a a, a discount or a, a exception for Crawford, but yeah. you still feel like it's an exception they made and still snarl. Yeah, well, well, you mean everyone needs the the person that's cop shit at the reunions or the yeah. team meetings, or whatever. And so you know, at least he was there for the hard times, but he's got a little bit of good parts, so you can give him shit for. I mean, that's pretty much uh, almost like your cry laugh because yeah. you know <laughs> he got the flag you didn't get, and give him shit, and be like, well, I got a flag. Like, yeah, well, yep. you're buying drinks, bastard. <laughs> I dare say he's doing the best out of the, a lot of them on the on the coin side of things too. Mm. Mm. But uh, anyway, all right, you, let's get into the footy. Because um, it was a big week with a lot happened, and it's made this final round almost um, a little anticlimactic. But yeah, that's fine when there's good footy to watch and plenty of uh, interest in the results. Yeah, and there's no more talk about trying to mess around with rules in the last last round or whatever it was. Uh, I think it's the as soon as they've um, brought up that they are looking at fiddling around with shit, then game started getting really good. Yeah, yeah, it's almost a knee jerk reaction. Who would have thought? Yeah, yeah, something like that, Phil. Um, we'll start off with uh, Friday night with uh, the Tigers getting up over Essendon. Bit of a late comeback from from the Bombers. Yeah, it was. And we had a, a few outs there, but... Rested outs. It, yeah, it didn't seem like we were really in that much trouble, even though I means close up until halftime. And yeah. we did our usual third quarter, uh, coming out of the box strong. But yeah, they, they did pull it back. And I don't think it was really so much to Richmond taking the foot off the gas. It was Essendon actually putting in a four-quarter effort. Um, also, some young kids who probably ran out a bit of legs, but yeah, yeah I don't think it was really them just coasting. Um, a bit like what you're saying, I, I do feel like Richmond were always in control, and um, you know, even with Cochin not playing there, yeah. they knew that you know if if Schick hits a fan, we got Dusty here, we're we're yeah. gonna be okay. Yeah, I mean, Dusty's like, ah, oh, shit, now I've got to got to pull back the the form from last year. Yeah, I was having a good good road up to the finals. Um, I was. I'm going to say I was slightly disappointed. There was the statement before the game with the two Muslim players being Saad and Hooli going in for the toss. Yeah, and I thought there was it was I don't know if it was leaked or it was said. There's going to be a statement before the game. It was said, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. and then they just went in and stood there with the captains for the toss. And I thought, it's mm. I appreciate it, but I wish you did a little bit more. Like, exactly. Yeah, you got to be provocative. Be provocative. That's what I think. And um, yeah, because it came out because they asked permission from the AFL first yeah. to be able to do it. And yeah, I feel like they could have gone a bit, bit bigger, you know, or, make a splash. Or don't have the captains there. Have those yeah. two go and do it. Yeah. So do it yourself. Yeah. When I say provocative, I mean, make a statement. Actually, do do one. Make it a talking point because it was an event after, well, after the fact. Uh, you get a couple of old people that complain, oh, the Muslims are ruining the country. I'm like, yeah, well, they're going to all say that regardless. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, they're old. You don't worry yeah. about it. Like yeah. Sam Newman says something and people go, oh, how can he say that? Because he's fucking 80. Exactly, and this is the only human, this is his way to cling to relevancy. Yeah, there's, old people say that racist shit all the time. You just go, ah, from a different era. Don't listen to them. Don't worry about it. Don't yeah. let it annoy you. And, and that's it, because you're not going to change their mind now. They're set no. their ways. They're like <laughs> They're a couple of years off death. Maybe <laughs> maybe buy a shit borrowed time. Um, but yeah, I th- it's going to be this generation that comes through that's going to really put an end to that. Um, pretty much, I don't know. Yeah, old school cuntiness. And while we're on side, he had another good game, but. Um, unfortunately, one of the highlights of the game was him getting run down by Rioli. Yeah, and it was interesting to see that that passage of play. And I did notice a comment on Reddit before, but it seems like Rioli was looked like he was running full pace and then found another gear. 
Yeah. Just, as soon as he gets near him, just turn it on. Well, you can see that Saad, I think he had a dodger tackle or he was like turning the corner so he could run straight. Yeah. And he was just about to hit top gear. Yeah. But Rioli had him. Yeah. And he had the, the straight run. He knew he was going to get him all the way. Um, nice talk from the Bombers, from his mates too there. Yeah, you know. exactly. By the Especially- way, this... There's a Rioli fella coming, mate. You might want to get rid of this one. What is it, like the 30 seconds to go or something? They're down by four points or something stupid like that? Within a goal, yeah. yeah. Or, or uh, you know, two kicks. Yep. Good to see. Where was Goddard then, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's come out. They've been in the news a lot this week. Yeah, so we're recording Wednesday night. Yep. Um, yeah. Poor old BJ is not getting another contract. It's one of those ones I can see both sides of the coin on this one. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I mean, I feel like he still probably had another year left in him at the Bombers. I feel like he could have... Uh, I mean, who's who's going to fill in the role of you know making sure everyone's in line? Who, who, who <laughs> who's keeping him out? Really, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, but I, I think they've done it well. Uh, they've done it as well as good because the right thing I believe for the right thing for the Bombers is to move on without Brendan Goddard. Yeah, eventually um, they have to, don't they? They've sat and he said all along they've sat down. They've been very frank with him. And they've told him this week there's not going to be a contract. You got a farewell game. You decide how you tell. Yeah, the, the media and your players, and he's done it. And he said, "You know what? I still want to go around again. Yeah, it's not going to be here. So I, I, I like it. I think it's it's dealt as good as they can. Yeah, it's. I mean, there is that glimmer of hope for them in Port Adelaide on Friday night, but realistically, yeah. it's not going to happen. Yeah, he gets a farewell game. Yeah, and he's an ex captain of the club now. Yeah, I mean that's true. And you know, I mean, obviously, his best years behind him, but he's still got something to offer a lot of clubs. I mean, he'll be able to definitely put a dent in the war chest of North Melbourne. I feel." They might sign him just because, yeah, ah, it. fuck it. If everyone else says no. Well, they're losing to a lot of the old players now. Weight's retired, so you need some someone that's going to play Christ. half a season. Josh isn't here. We're already on to North Melbourne early. <laughs> some things never change. Um, no, but anyway, this one ties up the uh, McClellan Trophy for the Tigers. Um, their first one since 82. The old McClellan Trophy. Yep, minor premiers. All oh, right, and there you go. There you are. Um, but uh, anyway, they're, they're just pacing themselves through. Um, it's, uh, it'll be an upset if they don't win the flag from here. Yeah. Um, and with Essendon, how do you think you know, their season, really? Um, because they had the three big off-season recruits. Yep. And I think their recruits have done better than um, the Port Adelaide ones, for example. Yeah, for sure. I feel like, I mean, I can't remember where I picked them to finish at the start of the season, but I feel like this is, I mean, it's not, they would have liked to have played finals, but I yeah. feel like they were never really going to be... Like they would have been overachieving if they snuck into yeah. the eight. See, I picked them to play finals. And in hindsight, I mean, it's easy to say now, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. it takes them a little while longer to get used to the three new players. Yeah. And then you didn't think Danaher was going to sit out 90% of the exactly. season. Exactly, yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, at end of the day, like, Devin Smith's likely to get a... Him and Merritt might be the best and fairest... Yep. Um, I don't know how many games Merritt played, but yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's how the and they, they the didn't give the other Merritt a contract as well, right? No, Zach's older brother ja- uh, Jackson. Yeah, Jack Merritt, Jackson Merritt. Jack- I'm not sure. No, I can't remember. But he was uh, a little bit just hanging on anyway for the yeah. last couple of years. Yep. Uh, never went on. Um, on to Saturday, the Magpies versus Port Adelaide. Um, turned it on late, did uh, Collingwood? Yeah, yeah, I reckon. I uh, mean. I don't know how they've still got legs that can run out a full game because they're, they're definitely going deep into a bench and I don't know, I feel like they're going to have to recruit some AFLW ladies to come in and fill, fill some spots so they don't stop... Uh, there must be some people getting games by default. Yeah. Now. yeah. I mean, and they, and they keep popping up. Although, Dugowie's obviously come back and he's come back strong. 
Yeah, yeah. But you always expect him to. I mean, yeah. he's proven that he can bounce back. Um, but pretty disappointing from Port, who a lot of talk about, you know, how great they are during the week and even saw that fan letter, which, I mean, I don't know how I could read it, but I lived there <laughs> late for a while, so I feel like I still pick up that Port lingo. Was that the one sent to Pendlebury? I think so, yeah, yeah. yeah. The one talking about how the, the real magpies, no, the, the real magpies are coming and... Uh, still refer to themselves as Port Power. That's the part I picked up as well. Is the real magpies, the Port Power? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, you're the power. Yeah. Like you, you know, you've written it right there. This is this is written on all your merchandise. <laughs> Just look down at your moccasins. And I was going to say, whoever they uh, was transcribing those rants <laughs> for him, he must have been shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, it was Ask Jeeves. I think it was <laughs> terrible, terrible. Actually, yeah, yeah. it could have been actually verbatim what they were saying. It's like voice to text. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you'd expect them to put up a bit more of a fight, especially in that last quarter and going into finals. And uh, you'd hope that they'd have some sort of rivalry, even if, however manufactured it is, just yeah. over the the prison bars. But well, really, two goals down at uh, you know uh, three quarter time, yeah. and to run out, you know, uh, nine goal losers. Yeah, uh, I mean, and I I didn't pick them to win this game, um, and without Ryder, I oh, know. Sorry, Ryder did play, but you can see he's not the same. No. Um, without Charlie Dixon, I mean, they were running out of soldiers anyway, so... Yeah, and I mean, to be honest, Ryder hasn't been the same since he's come back from suspension, so... Oh, injuries this year. Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah. he's had horror, horror injuries this year. Yep. Um, the kind that uh, non-athletic injuries that just, you got to hamper it through, you're not training properly, and then... Yeah, yeah. Got to come back, so, yeah. Um, we mentioned the uh, three recruits um, previously for the Bombers. The three recruits for the Power uh, in Motlop, Watts, and Rockcliffe... What he made of their season. I mean, they had a game to go, but... I mean, obviously, Watts hasn't done anything, to be honest. But realistically, it's what you would have expected. Exactly. I didn't really expect him to be doing much. Um, Rockcliffe did as much as he could, but I feel like there's still some... I don't know, just... The forward line seems a bit too stacked. It's almost like the yeah. same problem with St Kilda, except they're not showing it uh, through wins and losses. But two people vying for similar positions and I feel like they need to fill out a proper half-back line if they're really going to be effective. Um, with Rockloff, uh, Rockliffe, um, especially, like I said it in the previews, he was averaging you know 30-odd touches at the Lions the last yeah. couple of years and just racking it up. I said, he's not going to get that at Port because no. he's not that good. Yeah. Um, and I think that they thought he would be and, like, and he's coming in and he's averaging 15 to 20 touches. And you're like, yeah, because yeah. now there are other people to do it. Yeah, and it's about where you're getting those touches and what the result is, but... It, yeah, you don't rely on him one out in their forward line. No. Um, and obviously with Westhoff having to play different roles this year, I feel like, I don't know, maybe he did a better job when he was forward. Yeah. But he also got Wingard and, and Gray, who are now in the middle, which is a bonus. But yeah. he's still thin on, on other players now to pick up the goals that aren't kicked by the big men. I think Gray can still make All-Australian off this season. Yeah, um, yeah. But if he misses out, you go, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean... It's a funny one because you can see his frustration when his team just isn't up to, they're not like dialed in to yeah. his his way of playing the game. They're, they're always a step they're, behind. They're patchy, and yeah. he's not patchy. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's um, yeah. I keep singing his praises on this one. Yeah, um, but another win for Collingwood, um, and that cements them. Uh, I think they're just about guaranteed top four because yep. they play Frio this week. So you'd hope so. Yeah, and, for their uh, sake. Yeah, and speaking of recruits, I think Maine's been the. Consistent pick up for them. He's come back around, for hasn't he? Yeah. He's done all right. He's doing what they need to do, and they're getting Traor yeah. back next week as well. So it looks likely. Handy and, little run out for and finals. How for finals. Yep. Yeah. So that, they can still make a dent. Yeah. yeah make I a think, big dent. I think they're looking really, really good, actually. Yeah. Uh, they're only, I mean, you're just going to count on injuries and who they're going to get back and what form they're in. Yeah. But, I mean, even that, even that allows them some depth now because they've actually put some miles under the legs of yeah. kids who knew, usually wouldn't have. 
Well, um, I'm putting them down for they will win one final, yeah, um, at least, yeah, yeah. And they got they've got legitimate plans B and C now, yeah, with, well, uh, yeah, coming onto the pitch. Geez, they're going to look good next year, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, they've got a big off season coming as well. Um, on to Saturday, we got Geelong, uh, sorry, the other Saturday day game, uh, Geelong versus Frio. I mean, the scoreline tells you, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, that's wow. No. And you know what? Really, I was watching some of this game because the other game was more interesting. Yeah, Geelong weren't that good. No, but yeah, they won out 130 point I mean, winners. It shows you how shit Freo really are. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know how they how they get Ross Lyon back into the building next year. It's it's tough. It's interesting, especially with the off field. Uh, well, well, rumors and rumors. Well, not and, rumors. I mean, no, there's a charge, isn't he? Uh, I don't know. I think it. He, there was definitely a payment to yeah, go away. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you feel like you could just wipe your hands of that one pretty easily and cop the hit for whatever was left on his contract. But there, were time, yeah, there were times in this game where Geelong would make mistakes and, and miss a kick, but it's it's like almost, I don't know if you remember the start of Waterboy. I'm like, oh, he fumbles the ball, but he's got yeah, time to yeah. go back, pick it up, <laughs> still run it in. Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, uh, they could have done whatever they wanted Geelong, but 23 yep. goals in a row. Um yeah, well, that's a record that's going to stand for a while. Yeah, and it's almost, I don't know, if, you, if you're Geelong, if you really actually get anything out of this game. Or it's just oh, a training run and it's a bit of confidence, but... The crowd loved it. That's true, yeah. <laughs> give the Bloody, fans something to watch. They're 130 points up and Frio line out for goal and getting booed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Have a heart. But, yeah, I mean, I didn't expect it to be that much of a blowout, but percentage doesn't really matter to them anymore, does it? Uh, well, it doesn't for Geelong now. Yeah. Um, they were um, falling behind on that a little bit, but they picked up... I think 8% Jeez. in this game. Jeez. Picking up 8% in round 22. That's a, that's a good kickback. It's ridiculous. We did a lot of hard work to get Geelong out of the eight. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else is putting them back in. Um, Fife was good for Frio, but that's about it. Yep. Uh, they've weird, weird uh, signings already because they've uh, re-signed Harley Bennell. Yeah. Because, He's, Jesus Christ, they've... Got a great return on him. They've really um, married themselves to that deal. Yep. Um, he's a bit like uh, Buckley coaching Collingwood. Like he's going to yeah. be a success he's whether he get, likes get it or not. There. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think they need him anymore. Well, how, how do you know? Yeah, that's true. He's had so many injuries, years. hasn't played, and they're not short on small small forwards. So uh, who knows how good he's going to be? Um, there was also uh, they've signed re-signed Ballantyne. Really. Yeah, for another year, oh, okay. which is interesting because he was almost off to West Coast last yeah. off-season, yep. or so the rumours go, and Big Sandy's running around again, um, which is as much as a mentor to Darcy as it is yeah. to actually play, yep. um, but the fact that he's 36 and still running out as a seven-footer yeah. is pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, the wear and tear on that body must be absolutely disastrous. I, I thought he was finished four years ago. Yeah, I know? mean, yeah. You know how, how big you are when a toe injury can keep you out for a, for a considerable amount of time. <laughs> for half a career. Yeah, you can't half just a give it a jab and run out of the pitch. Yeah, so anyway, there's uh, yeah, some, some weird ones going on there. Um, all right, on to the Battle of the Bridge. Is that what they call the Sydney Derby? Do they still call it anything these days? I think they've given up on it a little bit. Um, yeah. You've got to feel how lucky is Buddy Franklin. I know he's a freak, but the last three weeks, his number one opponent's been injured. Yeah, like, yep. he's playing against Collingwood. He's on Category B rookies, um, mm-hmm. playing against Phil Davis, who Phil Davis usually does pretty damn good on Buddy. Yeah, and yeah. Phil Davis gets hurt in the first quarter. Yeah, Buddy's just—I don't know—how far is he off the Coleman? Coleman, yeah, about three or four. 
Yeah, well, they feel like maybe they've got a syndicate going and try and get Buddy across the line. <laughs> it's nearly working. Well, this week they play Hawthorne and James Frawley looks like he's injured. Shit, yeah. So, but, oh no, it's all, it's all good. Uh, Kenneth's come out and said that Buddy never plays good against Hawthorne, so... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> he's I, up for 10 this week. I listened to the interview and I'm like, oh, it's actually very complimentary of Buddy in this. But then he goes, he's never played good against Hawthorne. I go, oh, f- yeah, uh, okay. Thanks for that, <laughs> yeah, mate. Good That's job, just, yeah. I'll put it down. You know, go put your house on it. The leading goal scorer for this game is going to be Buddy Franklin. Yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. It's going to be seven goals, four. And uh should be a close game, that one, too. Yeah, we'll get to that. Right, but yeah, the- I was never in doubt in this game that Sydney was going to win. Well, never. I thought maybe I thought maybe this is the time where GWS actually put together this four quarters and don't fuck it up. Um, I don't know. It's really hard to be confident on GWS, uh, you know. Well, they lead the league for in-game injuries. Yeah. Um, as much as Collingwood's are uh, off the track, off the track, yeah. it's, the last three weeks they've had um, seven on their bench injured. Yeah. Sorry, the yeah, last two sure. weeks. Um, Shit, really? That much? Yeah, well, remember Damn. against Carlton, they even played... No, it'd be more than that. They've had about nine. Because against Carlton a couple of weeks ago, they had uh, 16 on the field at one stage. That's right, they did too, yeah. Um, but, well, uh, they lost three in this game, so... The, the, yeah, I think they were just getting ahead of the curve there and just bringing whoever looked the uh, most, you know, cramp-ridden. Yeah. Just make sure nothing fucks up. It's it's pretty weird. That, little mulligan. Not many teams can have a bye mid-game. Yeah. <laughs> but they've managed to get it out of a few players. But in this one, they, they were always scrappy. And you just... You can see when against gets scrappy, it's going to be an, uh, a, a Sydney game. A, a Sydney game, exactly. Yeah, that's what they're they're known for. But yeah, I mean, if GWS need to win these games if they're going to have any credibility when it comes to any finals of any year. Yep. Um, and they just continually fail at, at that hurdle. So yeah, it's hard to be confident uh, for their players, and especially for you know whoever goes for them. Yep. <laughs> I don't well, know if anyone does, but Benny the tosser Benny, for Benny. Yeah, Benny he's the tosser. Be disappointed. Um, but yeah, never in doubt on that one. That was one of the easiest uh, tips I've had all year. Um, still plenty to talk about in the uh, Q Clash, though. The next one, the Brisbane uh, getting up by four points over Gold Coast. Yeah, well, it was a good game for those that watched it. Yeah, which weren't us. I was not. No, no I saw that, you know, obviously watching the result um, because I was at the, the other game yeah. when this one was on. Yep. Um, but uh, I, I did think it was very interesting with uh, Nick uh, Robertson mm-hmm. um, coming out, calling him soft during the week. And yeah. then, uh, oh, who bloody was it? Uh, who's that captain? I've gone blank. Of who? The fucking Brisbane captain. Oh, it's not Beams. Um, fucking Zorko. Zorko, yeah. Zorko carrying on like a pork, pork chop. Well, I mean, that's Zorko thrown through, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's every bit. week. That's what he's known for. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think after you got in trouble last time uh, for not shaking Took Miller's hands, and this yeah. time you carried on like that. I mean, it's nothing to be hanging out for dry for, but I'm sure that Chris Fagan still agreed to him and got, mate fuck you doing yeah yeah and i find it an interesting thing i mean yeah you're supposed to shake hands at the end of the game but i can see why someone would be disappointed and it's, I, I find it easy to forgive someone who was really disappointed and you know yeah. didn't want to shake someone's hand in the game and you've watched the nba they shake at the start of the game and that's it yep. as soon as the siren blows they start walking off yeah they just, they just walk <laughs> off sometimes run yeah and that's it get the fuck out of there you know work's finished i'm going yeah. home yeah we can understand that ring the bell right yeah. down the back of the dinosaur yeah and- into your car. So I'm not terribly disappointed in anyone that, you know, had a moment of fuck this shit and <laughs> didn't shake the other person's hands because shit, I'd be angry as shit when I lose well, too. That was last time when they lost. This time when they won, he shook his hand three times, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he probably put but, it down his butt crack first so he's going to make sure he got that little stink palm. And, and uh, lip all the way as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, the, the Lions get another win. 
Um, <laughs> it was. It was. I saw that one of the wrestlers from WWE got in trouble because he'd um, have a good old fondle of his balls before he would shake uh, people's hands. <laughs> I got a feeling it might be Randy Orton. Right. Yeah, yeah. that sounds about right. No, I don't think it was a good fondle. I think he used to pull it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that won't go down well. Anyway, especially, yeah, especially when most of your fans are, you know, twelve. <laughs> um, was, uh, the other game was the Saturday Night Classic uh, in St Kilda and Hawthorne. Um, I actually agree with uh, what Clarkson said after the game on this one, and that's the better team lost this okay. game. Saints play better, without a doubt. Well, they did, and oh, I wish this game was last week. Was it last week when uh, the, our friends were here? Our, yeah, the family friends before? that are yeah. all uh, Saints supporters. No, that would have been awesome. Well, they would have actually watched the whole game rather than <laughs> running off to the bar at halftime. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, oh, Saints just uh, their own worst enemy sometimes on the field. Um, you can understand the frustration from uh, some of their players who who just get let down continuously. Especially, they always struggle getting the ball out of the back line. Yeah, and it seems like to to remedy that, you see the half forward come down and and push push into the back line, and then they receive it, and there's no one there to kick to. Yeah, and so they're stuck in that same cycle of um, pretty much falling for opposition's trap of just having to handball and handball and handball and eventually you make a mistake and it's a turnover and easy goals. Well, what they were doing in this game is forcing a uh, stoppage in the middle of the ground and then they were killing at the stoppages. Yeah. Never mind what the clearances and hit-outs say. Um, yeah. Whenever the ball was like a contested mark, they'd have three blokes who were in the right spot yeah. Um, yeah. consistently. And just every contested mark, um, you'd know that, okay, one of them's going to run away with this. Yeah. Um, was it Jack Steele as well? We had an absolute blinder. Uh, shut mm. down Tom Mitchell for three quarters yep. um, and got a, a goal and I think about 20, 30 touches himself. Yeah. Um, That's a good effort. In the final say. quarter, he got moved over to Jager O'Meara and <laughs> unfortunately Mitchell went a bit nuts. But um, Especially for this game, for you know one goal, three scored in the last quarter. Yeah. It was damn exciting. It was tight. Yeah. It was tight. And um, Hawthorne only got up because they got a couple of lucky goals early, yep. um, including one that I th- I'm. I am certain was touched, but you couldn't see it on the, mm. the replay. Yeah. Um, and Sean Burgoyne. Yeah, I mean... What class? He's, he's not had a... He's not dropped a step from being injured. No. He comes back and he's still no. as smooth as he always is. It's two ridiculous. Weeks in a row. Yeah. It's not fair. Yeah. And Saints, I mean, Loney kicked four. Three from free kicks. Three from and, free kicks, I yeah. mean, the free kicks were there and he was playing for them and he got them. Yep. Yeah. That's the way it goes. It's shown that uh, San Jose is putting the hand up and trying to, trying to do the hard work. But yeah, Saints, they put this down in a disappointing season. It, yeah. yeah, they tried hard. Yeah. Um, they've got a big uh, big game on Sunday to finish off their year. Um, I think that if they lost this game by 130 points, yeah. know, like Freo did, I reckon Richardson might have been gone. Well, I think so, maybe he just ran out and told them, you know, we don't actually want to win this game, so we don't want it to be a blowout, well, but, you they, know. They were trying. They were trying to win. win. What are you doing? Um, memory kicked a couple of nice goals too. He had uh, uh, a nice leg on him. Yeah, yep. Um, at times um, but yeah they just lacked that little bit of polish um, and Burgoyne did have that polish so yeah, he went well yeah as always um, on to Sunday uh, Carlton versus the Bulldogs this game was played under a roof at Etihad Stadium and it's 66 to 49 no nah, not interested no no it's uh, it was never going to be a, yeah that's pretty much it Carlton uh, even Carlton fans don't give a shit about Carlton anymore no. I think they're off watching I don't know maybe they've actually tuned into cricket or something Yeah, but yeah this was never a game that was going to be uh, you know spectacular for uh, a non you know non-partial yeah. non-barracking supporter to watch it was uh, actually you know what it's a disappointing on the Bulldogs because they've played some good footy the last couple of weeks Yeah, they should have done better than this 
But um, anyway, they ran out three goal winners. I don't want to talk about it anymore. No. Uh, West Coast Eagles and the Demons. Well, I did not pick this happening. No, no, not at all. Um, um, it's one thing to have, you know, everyone's been talking about no wins against the top eight sides all year. To then make yep. the longest road trip um, they'll make all year um, over to the West. I mean, Jack Darling going down early helped. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's always going <laughs> to put put the pressure off your defenders, especially when you, that's where you're usually struggling. Yeah. Um, but, geez, they, they play with heart. They play with purpose. They play with a uh, – look like they knew what the system was. Yeah. The exact yep. opposite to what they were last week. Yep. And, I mean, this could be the exact opposite to how they are next week. Yeah, exactly. This is a shame for them. But um, it's good that they got this joy. Yeah. Because uh, I don't yep. know what they're going to do in finals, but they've got something. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was watching the – little Facebook uh, videos all over my feed with uh, the last five minutes of Melbourne supporters. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, people, people walk around their house like, cannot watch it, cannot watch it. And then, yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting. I saw the stat that this is the first time that Richmond and, and Melbourne will play in the same final series in, I don't know, it was a shit ton of years. Like 1940s or something? Yeah, something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Chuck Collingwood in there and, you know, it's going to be some it's big going to be crowds. The Battle of Swan Street, pretty much. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's it's good for you know the Melbourne locals. Yeah, um, yep. and I know I found I know quite a few uh, more Demon supporters than I thought I did. Yep, yep. Um, this week, but um, I think they should be getting excited about making finals. I mean, there was somebody uh, during the week said you know they celebrated making finals a little bit too much. You haven't achieved anything yet. No, fuck that. Yeah, that's it. You've got something. You've got to get joy out of everything. Otherwise, it's going to be miserable as shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> otherwise, stop I mean, watching. only one team's happy every year otherwise. Yeah. And that's not the truth, you know? Yep. They set out themselves a goal. This is their first goal. They achieved it. Yeah. It's good. Exactly. Enjoy it. And, the, and also, you, you make sure that your expectations aren't going to be over-realistic. You're like, sweet, this is what we wanted to achieve. And now yeah. we celebrate this and anything else is going to be a bonus. And then we'll see what we can do. Yeah. But coming into finals, it's going to really come down to matchups because they match up well against some teams who are in finals and like Richmond, they match up really well against them. Yep. Other teams, not so much. Um, so it really is going to be an interesting bracket for this finals and yeah. see how it plays out. And this, this is what could matter in the last round is where you're going to jockey for position. Yep. Um, it, was, it was great from there. I mean, the Eagles let themselves down a little bit, um, yep. uh, a little bit off the boil, but they they are a very structured team. Um, and with Darling going down and Kennedy obviously not playing, that leaves them very vulnerable up forward. But uh, yeah, um, at the end of the day, there was the last couple of goals that the Demons kicked were nice goals. And, yeah. you know, they had to yeah. work hard for them. It wasn't like they um, you know were gifted the game at all. Exactly. And that's, that's a, a game that they needed as well. Um, so, yeah, I feel like they can go into finals with some confidence now. Um, it should be a little bit of buzz around there with the fans as well. They might meet them again in the finals too. You never know. Yeah, yep. Um, in the final game of the round, uh, we finally got to North and Adelaide. Um, this is disappointing from North. I mean, it's very disappointing. A nice comeback. Yeah, you know, they fought back. You know, kicked half their goals in the final quarter. Yeah, just um, not enough though. But just it was when the game was on uh, and the heat was on, they yeah. just lacked a lot of polish. And you got to say, uh, Benny Brown was very disappointing. Yeah, absolutely. And had, that, he had a shocker. That's the worst thing is that when you fight that hard to get back and you don't get the result, it's you know it's almost negates that effort of getting back that close yeah. what could have been a real positive going run into the uh, next round and also was it confirmed they signed Pollock uh, it's, nothing's confirmed right. but um, by all accounts it looks like uh, Gaff and Pollock are a done deal yeah and waits waits out of here he's he's called time yeah um, not a bad uh, time for him to retire yeah as well 
Um, and I, I read his uh, the interviews, you know, when he called it as well. Yep. Doing it for all the right reasons. He said, you know, if I retired when I left Carlton, I would have been bitter. Yeah. Now I'm happy. You know, yep. I, I got the most out of it. He's 33, 34. Yeah. A couple of kids. You know, he goes, you know what? I showed I can play good footy. Exactly. And he was probably, you know, in uh, the Kangaroos' best five players in this game as well. Yeah. And I mean, he's the the final specialist, so <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, if there's no finals, why the fuck hang it's around? true, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean... How do you make North season? Because a lot of people put them in the bottom three. Yeah. And there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. They they threatened to play finals for a lot of the season. Yeah, and that's why I mean if I was a North supporter, I'd be really fucking happy. But also, there is that you can see where they went wrong, and where they went wrong were just from dumbass mistakes on field yep. all the times. Yeah, and so it just wasn't a polished performance; it was a shinburner performance. But I mean, I'd rather have a polished performance than a shinburner performance but any other week. I think they found a lot of things this season. Yeah, you know, like Cunnington took a step up. Yeah, um, Higgins took a step up, and he could yeah. still feature in Brownlow Medal Night. Yeah, yeah, he'd have a, have a fair crack. But there were big disappointments. Like, I didn't think Brown had a good season um, by his standards. Well, I mean, he, he was, you know, a lock for all Australian for most of the year. And, yeah. Uh, he's still a chance at the Coleman. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like he could have done a whole lot more. He, he's the one person that is probably in a team where you can have uh, one out forward leading from the goal square and, yeah. and really own that position when very few teams are actually running that now. I, I don't know if they're one-dimensional with him. Now, because he is a, a lead up forward, but yeah. you know he's not going to take a pack mark for you. No, no. I don't know if he's going to hold somebody out in the goal square. Um, yeah, I he, he's not he's... bad below his knees, but yeah, I don't think he's the most agile player. Yeah, uh, he definitely gets a full head of steam, and <laughs> but, and there's no stopping him. But... but set shot for goal, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, do you think they've got a dead rubber against St Kilda on Sunday, which is Waits' farewell match? Yeah, um, that might actually play against him if they're going to try and load Benny Brown up for the Coleman. Yeah. Well, I mean, the good thing is it's Sunday Arvo. They'll know what number he needs. Yeah, that's true. That'll be Eddie Ed, so there's no weather's going to no affect weather. that. But, um, you know, when it comes down to it, uh, Benny's one goal off the Coleman, and yep. Jared Waite, you know, wants one goal for his final game. Yep. Who are you going to pass it to? Well, I don't know. I feel like you just try and feed Waite early, get the one out of the way. Get it out of the way. Yeah. And then load Benny up all yep. game. Yep. That's, yeah. Yeah, you're going to take home some silverware this year. Um, and the Crows, obviously... Uh, they're finishing uh, the season with a couple of wins, but yep. um, they're 12th on the ladder at the minute, and that's disappointing, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Coming from uh, minor premierships to 12, that's a big drop. It's a massive drop. and well, Plenty of reasons for it too, though. There are plenty, plenty. Mainly, mainly yeah, off-season trips. 
with collective minds. Collective minds. Yeah, yep. I looked it up after the last yeah. show. <laughs> Wonder how much we paid them to to run. The, well, run the very funny. Up. I went to their website um, and they say the clubs we worked with, and there's no crows there, but they still have a testimonial on their page from Tex Walker <laughs> on their homepage. I thought you should probably take that one down. Yeah, I mean, I know it's nice, but yep. if you don't want people googling that one, yeah, yeah, I don't know, maybe. Maybe that's the only legitimate testimony they've got on there. Maybe the rest of it's bullshit. I mean, they had a couple of others. They had one from the NRL, from the Rabbitohs. Um, oh, shit. South yeah. Sydney. I don't know how they went or anything like that, but yeah, they had a video testimonial from Tex Walker. They called him Tex Walker too. Right. Not Taylor. Yep. You know. Maybe they, yeah. I wonder if they actually know anything about football. It doesn't seem like it. doesn't seem like it. <laughs> I feel like they're done in the the realm of AFL. There's no evidence to suggest they do. No, no. From from the outside. But um, uh, Eddie Betts took an absolute screamer. To it was, yeah. The game. It yeah. was nice to see. And especially like at a point where, I mean, it mattered in the context of the game, um, but not in the season, so you can go for those yeah. those hero moments. But yeah, it's always good to see him pull back the ears after what's been a disappointing season for him personally. Yeah, well, I mean, it was Obviously his only goal issues, for the game yeah. too, um, and he spent half the year injured. I yep. feel like he's going to go around one more time. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You, yeah, it'd be disappointing if he left on that, on the back of that season. Yeah. I mean, he obviously had his reasons and they were legitimate ones, but um, yeah, I feel like you you deserve a better season than that yeah. to add on. So. At the same time, it's the kind of player you don't want to see him be a burden to a team. Yeah. So he is yeah. going to retire when he's out of value as opposed yeah. to when he's, you know, you're still here, mate. Yeah. 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 Which has happened to plenty of players. It's very hard to judge when when's time. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, for a team that's sensational on paper, they're not good on the on the field. So Adelaide, Adelaide going to have to really go back to the drawing board and yeah, figure this one out. I think they just need their best twenty-two on the park more often. Yeah, you know, yeah. they'll they'll sort it out next year. They'll play finals. Again. Yeah. All right, let's have a look at the final round of the season before the uh, uh, final bye. I just still don't know why that's there. Uh, Port Adelaide and Essendon at Adelaide Oval on Friday night should be a good game. Yeah, I would think so. Um, yeah, Friday night. This is going to be tough to pick actually because I think this is going to be a better matchup than. Obviously, well, ninth versus eleventh—they're close on the ladder, and yeah. they're a mathematical chance to play finals. Although, let's get blown away by the next day. Yeah, that's yeah, that's some uh, pretty extensive maths. That well, get them there. they need Gold Coast Suns to beat Geelong. That's not going to happen. So, like just flat. Uh, uh, no, no, <laughs> and and, and points, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't feel like that's going to happen. But it's been a crazy season. Uh, <laughs> anything can happen. Uh, I wouldn't not put money in this one though. Oh no, sorry, I, I will correct that. Yeah, they need Geelong just to lose. Just to lose, yeah. right? Um, or they could, no, no, no. Can, can the Suns beat Geelong? This is uh, <laughs> no, no, no. They can't. But uh, anyway, uh, Port Essendon. Who are you picking? I'm picking Port. I think. Uh, because it's at home. Yeah, this is home. Yeah, I but, think I'm going to pick Essendon. Yeah. Um, BJ's farewell game for them. Hopefully, this there's a few people over there to cheer for it. Uh, Geelong and Gold Coast. Uh, let's set the line at a hundred. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Just every every party wants this to be a real close one, but I just can't <laughs> rationalize it. No. Can't ration, rationalize it. Yeah, it's going to be a massive blowout. Um, I reckon Geelong could win the toss by three goals. <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> yeah, they could get three heads. They <laughs> get a two up paddle out there. <laughs> um, I, I've said, said during the, uh, after the game last week, more than any club in history, I feel like once Geelong gets on top, they they fucking crush. Yeah, it was interesting seeing the table of biggest margins ever. Yeah. And it was just Hawthorne, Hawthorne, Geelong, 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 Hawthorne, Fitzroy, uh, <laughs> Brisbane others, Bears. Yeah. <laughs> but Geelong, when it comes to that, they always seem to, especially when they play at home. Yeah. The, yep. you know, the crowd love it. They're they paying for blood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, that's great to see as a supporter as well. We love seeing someone get absolutely pumped. I guess so. It, I thought it was funny halftime last week. Um, Mazzagati was like, oh, God, it's over. <laughs> it's over. Come on. Anyway. Uh, on the MCG, Tigers and the Bulldogs. Um, should be some bruised free footy, I think. You would think so, yeah. Tigers obviously probably going to rest, do a little rotational rest again. And Bulldogs, I mean, they're big fans of off-seasons, these guys. They're, <laughs> they've got one foot in Hawaii already, I would imagine. I think so. The, the, this is the uh, pre-season for yep. Vietnam. Yeah, pretty much. Or whatever they're bloody called. Yeah, might have to find yeah, find some of the mojo they lost overseas. I think, I think they're the Vietnam Swans. Yeah, that actually they are, yeah. But they've still got a couple of, uh, you know, star recruits out of, out of the Bulldogs <laughs> to run yeah. on the field. Um, um, yeah, Libba. I think Libba might be honorary Vietnamese now. Is Libba still injured? I've got a feeling he is. Probably. Yeah, knee is out. Um, Liam Pickin has signed on this week as well to run around again, which I oh, thought good. was a little bit surprising because he spent the entire year out with concussion. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it. I mean, I, I know I'm not a doctor and I obviously haven't yep. examined him. I still don't like it. No, but anyway. I mean, what else is he going to do? Well, he's only young, isn't he? No, he's, no. He's, he, he he looks 17, but he's yeah. 31, I think. He's really shit. Yeah. Something like that. I thought he was like 26. There you go. Yeah, he's, he's always looked like that. Yeah. Um, will the bruise-free Tigers still be enough? I would, I would imagine so. I just can't see what Bulldogs putting in too much of an effort, to be yeah. honest. And like you said, you'll rest some players, which means guys like um, Lloyd are going to go, well, this is my chance to audition yep. for a final spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I still think... Oh, and Jack Rewalt's uh, leading the Coleman, so he's still got a chance of that. Yeah, that might be... I mean, it's never going to be the goal on the outset, but it might end up being get the ball to Jack. Well, see y- how that you know that Higgins isn't going to kick any from the goal square if, if <laughs> yeah. Jack's next to him. Yep. If Rewalt's next to him. Um, so, Tigers for us. Yep. Uh, Frio are hosting Collingwood. Uh, Frio have got to show something after that last week. They don't have they? to, yeah. But will that be enough? I mean, Fife's back. Yeah. He, he played he excellent played. last week. He's the only one that did. I just can't see where else they get any sort of momentum from. Yeah. Like, I feel like, obviously, the cue's in the rack for them for this season as well. So, I mean, Can Collingwood afford to play Bruce Free? Because I mean, they've still got to win still, a, yeah, a top spot. Uh, a top four spot. Like, it's no, it's not that good. It? No, yeah. And, and well, uh, compared to those around them, oh no, it's one twenty, one twenty point seven, and Hawthorne's one twenty point five. Ooh. Um, so it does matter then? Yeah, yeah, I mean they can drop out of the top four, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm still tipping them. Yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously. I think Collingwood's going to win. It's just a matter of how they approach that game. Do they take the foot off the gas if they're ahead and rest rest players? Yeah. Um, and, and how bad are Frio? To. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they've got an axe to swing. No, that's, that's what I think too. Yeah, I think this would be a managed game by Buckley and just lots of rotations. Yeah, make just, sure no one's putting in too much of an effort. Exactly. Um, do you think Trelaw comes straight back in, or do you reckon he's going to run around in the twos? I think he's got to come straight back in. Yeah, yeah I don't think they've got Might a choice it. just for getting proper AFL match fitness for yeah. finals. Since he's got next week off. Yeah. Yep. Um, go all out to make the finals. So, yeah. Collingwood for us both. Yep. Uh, Carlton and the Crows at Etihad Stadium. That's the Crows. Yeah, someone might watch that game. Well, who who is going to when you've got Swans and Hawthorne on at the same time? Yeah, like yeah. I don't even think Crow supporters are going to find that interesting. No, no, and they're not coming to Etihad for it. So no, um, Swans and Hawthorne. It's it's a cracker at the SCG. It's an amazing game, and yeah. obviously Swans aren't that great at the SCG. Somehow <laughs> they've had a shocker so. there, and I think Hawthorne won the last three at the SCG. Yeah, yeah, and I think Swans have won three of the last four at the MCG. Yeah, or, and I mean or something like that. This one's not a sellout, then, ah, oh, shit, I don't know what you need to do to get Sydney out to the game. But, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, this is a really tough one to pick, because Sydney, not the most consistent, and Hawthorne being 
playing good team team footy all year. Uh, so can they control Buddy? That's going to be the question. Yeah. Oh, and there were rumours that he he's got a groin complaint. He might not play. I'm like, don't worry about it. He's playing. He's playing for sure. Yeah. Yep. He only needs to play one quarter. That's it. Yeah, yeah he can turn on. Especially if Frawley's not there, that means who goes to him? You know, yep. it's going to be, it might be Stratton, it might be Caden Brand. Yeah. I mean, that's trouble. Well, the, the good thing about it, though, is if Caden Brand goes to him, obviously you've got to, you know, double and triple team him. Yeah. But if Caden Brand's playing on Buddy, it means Caden Brand won't get the ball. Yeah. It's a fucking terrible kick. Yeah, this is true. This is true. <laughs> so that might actually work against the Swans. Yeah. And obviously, there's, there's not that sort of. Um, sort of uh, plan to push back up the ground at the SCG because even the ground isn't that big so yeah. he's only so far out of the 50 he's going to go and he's still kicking from there on the SCG. Exactly, he still have a shot from the centre circle. Yeah, so it's going to be tough to be able to manage him around the ground and still you know, maintain whatever you know counter football you're going to play yeah. when he doesn't kick the goals. I was feeling comfortable tipping Hawthorne until Jeff Kennett's opened yeah. his mouth. Yeah, that <laughs> never helps, does it? <laughs> it's just too much of Murphy's Law for that one. Hey, so. And he is the king of just putting the curse on, on everybody. Well, we all know that. Uh, so is that Swans then? Yeah, I think we're on the Swans. I think I've talked myself into it. Uh, Brisbane Lions, 15th, yep. hosting West Coast Eagles, 2nd. They're not without a chance, the Brisbane I Lions. Like, <laughs> I feel like West Coast are doing everything they can to, to not finish 2nd. Yeah. And... Um, I mean, I'm not picking an upset, but it's not going to surprise me if Brisbane get across the line. Well, yeah, I'm the same. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm tipping uh, West Coast, but yep. Brisbane could win. And if Brisbane do win, West Coast um, are likely to lose their um, their spot in the top two. Yeah, and if if Fagan's um, plan was to make sure Brisbane were ripe and ready for a big run of the finals, then they've done it fantastic because <laughs> they are raring to go, just not playing finals. Well, they've gone up. I mean, they were wooden spoon last year, um, yeah. uh, Brisbane, and they've won four games, uh, five games this year. So yeah. it feels like it's been forever that they've won five games. Yeah, for sure. And they've won them in good style. Yeah. Uh, so well, two of them against season. Yeah, it's going to be a positive season for Brisbane, this one. They're going to finish up, you know, with something to hang the hat on and young kids are going to have confidence coming in next year. I mean, it, and they're going to stay at Brisbane too now. If they win um, this game, it's unlikely, but it could be possible that they have two wins against the team that finished second. Yeah, yep. I don't think that's going to happen, though. No. Um, either part of that equation. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, they could win. Uh, Melbourne and the Giants at the MCG. Um, a little bit um, disappointed that Melbourne won last week because it takes the sting out of this game. Yeah, yeah. Um, although, I mean, th- there is still a chance, but... Uh, who comes down here for the, from the Giants? They might just rest everyone and say, fuck I, it. I feel like it, yeah. And, I mean, I'm tipping Melbourne. I think they'll win. Yeah. I don't think GWS is going to put too much effort in it. They're going to yeah, probably start planning for recovery over the next couple of weeks yeah. and, and look what they're going to do in finals and watch how this plays out. Uh, they really. might play their Neeful side. Yeah, yeah Neeful side isn't good. No, they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Melbourne for me too. And finally, the Saints in North Melbourne in uh, Jared Waite's farewell game. Ah, oh, shit. Well, I think North will get this one, but this is anybody's game. The, these two teams, I feel like I feel like we've watched North and St. Kilda more than any other teams play like live. It feels like it. Yeah, yeah. it's always a rubbish game. Uh, well, they played Good Friday this year, and it was the worst uh, yeah. game of football I've ever seen. Yeah, so I feel like this is going to be... Um, it's going to be a, a game that requires at least a six-pack. Yeah. Um, it's uh, the latest preseason game you've ever seen. Yeah, yep. And it's the final game of the regular season. So. Yep, so I'm, I'm picking North. Uh, I think Ben Brown kicks four. Okay. Uh, Jared, wait, how many does he kick? One. Just, just the one? <laughs> just the reckon? one. Gets one early and then they're like, all right. Yep, he had a good career, but uh, we're getting some <laughs> silver out of this one. Fuck off now, mate. Yep. Yeah. All right, that'll do us for this round. All right, Nice Peace. quick one. Cheers.